Welcome to the Gym Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Peacock. Today's show is brought to you by Gymdesk, the easiest gym management software you'll ever use. Take payments, create marketing automations, track attendance, and much more. To try the software out free, go to gymdesk.com. No credit card or painful sales call required. Our hero today is Bryce Henson. CEO of FitBody Bootcamp. Today, he reveals why you should start a bootcamp at your fitness business and how to do it. He also talks about what goes into successfully promoting them. Without further ado, Bryce Henson. All right. Welcome to the Gym Heroes podcast. Uh, Bryce, please introduce yourself to the audience and tell us a little bit about your background in fitness and business. Hey, Josh. Thanks so much for having me on. Excited to connect with you and your audience today. Um, my name is Bryce Henson. I'm the CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp. We're an eight-figure international franchise. We're the fastest growing indoor fitness uh, bootcamp franchise on the planet. Um, may, most of our locations, 100 locations, are based here in North America. I should say most are based in the States, so 90%. Um, and then we have 10% in Canada. And um, yeah, just a huge passion for fitness, um, really inspiring fitness and changing lives at a core is, uh, is our mission statement, way more than tagline. This is who we are. This is basically what we breed and what we believe in and uh, just looking to make the world a better place uh, through empowering you know, clients uh, to take back control of their life through health, through fitness, and also taking um, you know, back control of their, I guess, financial and career um, you know, perspective as the evolution and ascension ladder becoming Fit Body Bootcamp owners. So a lot of value to give. And like I said, I'm excited to be here. Any other uh, things, please ask. Absolutely. So you, um, it's in the name bootcamp and bootcamps were really, really popular a couple of years ago. And those sorts of trends tend to come around. Um, people really prefer that mode of fitness. Um, why would a, a trainer or a fitness studio or even a martial arts school, why would they look at adding a bootcamp? How would it benefit them? Yeah, well, I think I'll actually kind of tell the backstory a little bit of FitBody and how it got started because I think it's sure. a great, great segue into why our model works so well. Um, so I'm the CEO, uh, newly appointed in mid 2021, but I've been a franchise owner since 2012. So I basically kind of grew up in the system, if you will, and um, just been an absolute you know game changer. But Bedros Koulian is our founder, and um, he's the true American dream story, the immigrant edge. His family escaped communist Russia uh, in 1980, moved to Southern California, literally no financial resources. Sources. His family was diving in dumpsters for food at the very beginning. So just uh, a really reaffirmation of life uh, that the American dream is alive and well. In any case, um, he just studied business. And what he what he realized is he had a massive tr- uh, experience with fitness and uh, decided to become a personal trainer and a very successful personal trainer at this. This is in the early 2000s. And he started as a big box gym, You know, created an awesome personal training one-on-one uh, modality uh, type of program, then basically launched five uh, group personal training studios, still one-on-one, but basically he run these studios. And then in 2008, um, he actually, uh, kind of interesting timing, 2007 actually sold them and then decided to become a fitness consultant because all these other personal trainers were saying, Hey, Bedros, like I see you doing, you know, what you're doing in terms of scaling your one-on-one business. I would love to be a part of that. So he basically went the coaching consulting route. This is right before the real estate market crashed. So we had a ton of basically clients and then the great recession hit. And in 2008, of course, we all know what happened, which again, 
and we believe it's 15 years ago. Uh, but ultimately, you know, the people that were paying upwards of $1,500 a month for one-on-one personal training, they couldn't afford that anymore. It was basically outside their means. So he thought, okay, not only for his own, he, he actually brought his uh, an own training um, system back just to supplement his income, especially as some of his uh, clients um, couldn't pay rent and you know couldn't afford his services anymore. But he made a pivot actually from one-on-one training and actually to group training. And for his location, he put it in a boot, uh, like outside in the park. And he started consulting other um, of his uh, clients do the same. And it actually worked really well because then in a, in a one-to-many session, number one, you can actually get your clients way better results because there's you know benefits and challenging and that pushing and that group camaraderie. So from a, a benefit perspective, you actually you can get better results from training on one-on-one. And then on top of that, you can reduce the price from like, you know, by tenfold. Um, so it just made sense from a results perspective and a, a financial perspective. And really that's the same methodology. That's those are the same reasons that someone who's, you know, interested in martial arts or, you know, personal trainer should consider um, leveraging their time, stop trading at one-on-one, uh, you know, trading dot time and dollars for hours and actually leveraging yourself. So you can actually grow your business, get better results and make more financial freedom. Awesome. So what, you said that it worked better and that it it led to financial freedom. What can you charge for a boot camp and and how long do they typically last? Well, from a length perspective, it's interesting. Bedros saw this from his one-on-one personal training experience because the standard, uh, I guess, modality was like a solid hour. But let's face it, you don't actually have to, you know, depending on your goals, you don't have to spend an hour at the gym for a 30-minute session with high-intensity interval training with um, a stacked and very intentional program. You can get twice the results in half the time, 30 minutes. So highly encourage you to look at the 30-minute model. This is what we've done at Fit Body Bootcamp extremely well. And... Um, um, so, you know, from that, from a timing perspective, that seems to be our secret sauce. And again, also too, the caveat is you have to know your clients. So our client, we call our dream client, Mrs. Jones. She's um, not a fitness athlete. She's not trying to shave off a second to make the NFL combine in her 40 yard dash. You know, she's looking to lose 40 pounds, get fit, felt, feel better herself. Probably actually doesn't love working out, but she knows she needs it. So again, because that's the type of dream client that we attract, that's also why 30 minute sessions are, are super effective. Um, in terms of the first question, actually, there was two parts to that I forgot the yeah. first question. I hit the second. What was the first one again? Apologies. Uh, how much can you usually charge for a boot camp? Oh yeah. So it varies. And of course it varies on the, your market and then specifically mm-hmm. on the quality of your offering. And typically what we teach our, our you know, new owners coming through, we have founding member rates, uh, which then after you get a base of hundred members, you increase those rates. Cause there's always kinks in the system, especially mm-hmm. as you watch is, you know, just organically or, or both organically and through intentionality, your program should develop and get better for the first 12 months uh, uh, during the first 12 months of you launching. Um, but on the front end, we charge for our founding members upwards of 150 $50 a month. And then once the bootcamp is established, we charge uh, upwards of $200 a month. And then we also have, we just launched a, a bootcamp plus, which is really uh, a, a nutrition, a mid-tier nutrition coaching option, which we charge another $60 a month on top of that. The only caveat to that, I kind of laid out in months because that's typically what the average business owner kind of, you know, can wrap around their head. But about two years ago in 2000, early 2021, so not quite, uh, we made the pivot to actually um, adjust to weekly payments instead of monthly. So mm-hmm. I just gave you 
you the exact monthly uh, amounts, but if you actually divide that into 4.3, because there's uh, 4.3 weeks in a month on average, you'll get the weekly rate, which ranges from anywhere from $32 upwards of $45 a month. And then Bootcamp Plus is you know more on top of that. Uh, but that seems to be a price point that works really well. Again, you, know, you have to market and position yourself as the expert, as someone who's going to solve a problem. So there's definitely a lot more to the story than just basically you know throwing out a price point. But if you can create the right uh, result, connect with the right message to the right avatar, and basically deliver on those results, that's the price point that you can really charge profitably. Nice. So it, when when um, they're paying one hundred fifty dollars a month, is is there like a set number of days they come in during the week? Is there or is there like a set? You know, this this boot camp is for three weeks or four weeks, and then. Um, you know, how does that work? Does it, do, do, they, do they roll in to, from one boot camp to another, or is the boot camp just go on a revolving basis? Yeah, great question. Um, so two answers there. For a normal bootcamp offering, which is what we just discussed, it's actually mm-hmm. unlimited session. So vast majority of our studios here at Fit Body Bootcamp are open six days a week, Monday through Friday, both eve- uh, morning and evening sessions, and then Saturday mornings. And basically with any membership, um, a client can come in unlimited, so upwards of six six times a week mm-hmm. if, if they desire. Now, we don't typically recommend that. Definitely not for the first time client coming in. Three workouts per week is kind of the standard staple that we coach on. But you know, some clients have you know, more aggressive goals and that could actually even scale to four or five, maybe even six times depending on the person, but they do have unlimited. Now, the other answer to that question is um, through the last few years, uh, we actually brought on one of our franchise partners out in Daphne, Alabama. It's named Stephen Hadley. He created a program called Fit Body Forever, which is the, the, the background of the certifications, the Functional Aging Institute, two PhDs in, um, in Indiana. And this program is targeted towards mature adults. So, you know, ages from 60 plus, and with that program, Fit Body Forever, it's really the, the, the foundation, the workouts, the functionality are very, very close to actual normal bootcamp. I would say it's scaled down intensity to about 75% of what a normal bootcamp is. And for that program, it's more small group training. So because we have the small group training component to it, there's a limited amount of spots. We actually sent some memberships either three times a week or four times a week. But that's also because it's it's it's... The, the, not only the clientele, but it's really from a structural perspective. It's more small group training and boot camps, a lot more large group training. So if you just look at the economics, if you only can fit a smaller amount of person, you have to limit them per per you know per week. But mm-hmm. if you can you know train upwards of forty clients in you know your normal, normal boot camp program, uh, we highly encourage you to give them full access. Cool. So you kind of touched a little bit on logistics. the The way the program is set up, that's going to dictate how many people you can let in the program at a given time and how many people can be in the space that you're using. What else goes into putting together and executing a boot camp? Ooh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, now, <laughs> if you're two different things. If you're talking to someone who just kind of off the streets, like, you know what, I've had a passion for fitness, fitness changed my life. I want to start this. The answer is going to be very different than if you have a karate studio, you have some sort of studio where you can just incorporate this type of offering. Obviously Mm -hmm. the latter is going to be logistically much easier because, you know, you've already done a lot of the infrastructure work already. I'm going to speak to the person who's basically, you know, had this awesome transformation with fitness, just like I did uh, back in 2007. I uh, grew up in the Midwest, great place, amazing people, but not necessarily the fitness capital of the world. So when I moved to LA, um, which was exciting, the palm trees, the blue skies, the beaches, but also the plastic capital of the world, insecure, 21 years old, far from home, 3,000 mm-hmm. miles away from friends, but most importantly, didn't have fitness in my life. 
once I went through my own transformation, I realized, oh, wow, you know, this would, you know, uh, by incorporating health, recording fitness, circuit training and nutrition and coaching and accountability can rapidly change someone's life. I had this idea vision for my own studio. And that's really how my story came about. And many entrepreneurs and many fitness professionals, very similar. And in that particular case, I mean, you have to understand um, leadership first and foremost, uh, which is interesting. If I could tell myself, you know, to, in early 2012, Bryce, I know you're excited about coaching. I'm excited about nutrition, about you're excited about getting your clients results, all very, very important. But especially if you want to grow, you want to add trainers, you want to actually have an organization and an empire versus you just being a one-man show, you need to invest in leadership skills. You also have to invest in operational um, skills. So making sure that you can onboard your clients, offboard your clients, just the, the rules and the systems and the guidelines you go through. You have to have a good understanding of marketing. Um, you have to understand, first and foremost, who your dream client is. Most businesses make this huge mistake. They see, okay, I have a product of a service that I want to offer to the market. I'm going to create the service and product. And then now who I, who do I go sell it to? It's actually the opposite. You have to figure out who do you want to serve first? Do you want to serve 40-year-old women that need to lose 40 pounds? Do you want to serve a 60-year-old person who's a maturing client that just wants more functionality to play with their grandkids? Do you want to train a 21-year-old bodybuilder um, that's looking for the next show? All fitness, but very different type of people. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, you have to understand that from a marketing perspective. So that way, all your marketing messaging can connect. And then, of course, you have to uh, have a good understanding of sales, um, You know how to basically convert your leads um, to full-time customers. So from a skill set perspective, you know, that's it. And from a logistics perspective, you have to know your market. You have to make sure that your dream client, there's enough people in your area from a demographic demographic perspective. You have to understand real estate, how to put an expression of interest with a landlord. You have to understand or at least know how to you know hire a general contract to build out. So, you know, it's not rocket science. I always, you know, even when I get overwhelmed, like I'm sure you and the rest of your audience does, we're just human nature. I think of like Elon Musk. I mean, this guy's building massively world organizations like Tesla and SpaceX. Friends, we're not putting uh, rockets and people in the outer space. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's complex, but it's doable. A guy like me, if a guy like me can figure it out, a guy like you can. But I just share this with you, Josh, and your audience, just because there's definitely a, a lot of moving parts. And those are some foundational things. And you know, happy to, to detail anything, anything else further. Yeah, that's that's a really good overview of what goes into it. You have to learn. And this goes, and if you are, you run a gym or you run a studio or um, a school or whatever, you, you realize really fast uh, that your skill as an instructor, whatever it is that you did to get into that, usually as a technician, as they say, um, that, that's not going to take you that far. So you've got the good product down, but that doesn't matter if you can't get people in with marketing and then convert them into with sales. Um, so one of the things I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm interested in is what goes in, what goes into promoting a boot camp. Um, are there any specific channels that seem to work well often? I know this can be market dependent, but, um, are you running ads? Are you putting out flyers, referrals? Like how, what, what's, what are you, what are you seeing with your, your franchise members? Totally. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to give you two conflicting answers. Any and everything, you need to explore all different basic mm-hmm. marketing channels. However, um, you really have to understand where who your uh, dream client is first. And if your dream client is on TikTok, then you go to TikTok. If they're on Facebook, you go to Facebook. If your dream client is not scrolling on TikTok or Facebook, then you go to go offline. So at the end of the day, it's first knowing who your avatar or dream client is, like super, super detailed, even better than they know themselves in terms of their pain points. But specifically, where's their attention going? 
going. And I love uh, Russell Brunson, who's a, a mentor from afar from mine. Um, and also, also Gary Vaynerchuk, who big, big markers, Josh, I'm sure you follow and know, know of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their, their message is you don't have to actually create traffic. You just have to basically figure out where the traffic is and then throw out your fishing pole and basically, you know, bring in the leads that way. So really all this is to, to say is you have to understand your market first. What's worked with very well with us for Fitbody Bootcamp, Facebook, Instagram, those are two marketing channels that our dream avatar definitely at YouTube um, has been really successful and this mm-hmm. is a new initiative we're launching. So you have to have a good digital presence for sure. Um, and things change with time. So that's it's important to basically plug in, have a good, you know, uh, traffic buyer who understands um, marketing demographics. So whatever message you can create can put that message out. But digital media, I mean, it has to be a staple of your marketing. And if those, those three platforms specifically are a staple of our marketing efforts. Email marketing is is the name of the game in terms of actually you know, creating sales. So we use Facebook and Instagram and YouTube to actually track leads. But the big call to action in marketing is you need to bring them away from those channels on your email list. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the sales happens on your email list. So that's the, yeah. the other marketing channel. And the last channel is you should have a very strong referral program. Because at the end of the day, no matter how great you are and how great you message your 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 market or your you you, you market your messaging you know, outwardly in, in terms of these channels, um, those are cold leads and cold traffic. What I mean by that versus warm traffic is say you go out, you know, to a, to a party one night and then you just see a pretty girl and then you walk up to her and you introduce yourself to her. You're like, Hey, I don't you know. I think we've met. My name's Bryce, et cetera. Hopefully she's going to have a good reaction, but she doesn't know you. She doesn't like you. She doesn't trust you. Like her dukes are up a little bit trying to figure mm-hmm. out, okay, who is this guy? On the opposite side of the coin, if you walk, if you had a friend of that girl that you were talking to, you're talking to your friend and like, hey, would you mind introducing me to that girl? She's super cute. So your friend Melissa kind of was like, yeah, come along, walks up to the girl, says like, hey, um, you know, uh, Sally, this is my buddy Bryce, yada, yada, yada introduction. All of a sudden, Sally's like, you know, she might still have resistance, but ultimately she, the no like and trust factor is way more there because that mm-hmm. warm introduction and really uh, Josh and audience, my message to you is actually the difference between cold traffic marketing in terms of those social media channels and digital, which are super, super important. You need those but versus a warm tra- channel or a warm introduction, which is that, you know, uh, example of the introduction if you have a strong referral system. So we have what's called the referral and program at FitBody. Uh, it's a structured program. Uh, we provide incentives and bonus bonuses to make it really easy for our members to refer their clients to us. They get credit, they get bonuses, they get prizes. So it's a win-win across the board, but you should have really to put a bow on this, a strong digital uh, marketing presence, including your social media platforms, a strong email marketing presence, including your email marketing with valuable content, with opportunities to buy whatever program you're selling. And you have a, should have a, a third strong referral-based program. And, and that honestly is the most effective, but it's kind of the chicken or the egg uh, uh, category. You need to build up a decent base of clients first before you can really exploit your bootcamp with the referral system. Right. Referrals are awesome because it's not just that you have an introduction by a mutual friend, somebody that the other person trusts, but when, when someone refers to their business, they're usually doing a little bit of selling for you too. They're trying to convince them to come in. They're giving their testimony of, of how, what they've been experiencing. So they're getting them excited as well. And so by the time they, they get into the place to check it out, they're much more likely, um, to, to, to sign up because people trust their own people and they trust what they say. You could say all the same things to them. You could say it even more articulate with all the science and everything behind it, but it probably would not be as effective as a friend saying it to them uh, and the way that they say it. Totally. And it's funny. We 
So we talk about this actually more, not only from a client perspective, from a training perspective, calling the parent voice. And you parents out there, you're going to know this a million percent is when you tell your kid one thing, you can tell them you're blue in your faith. But if someone else, their aunt, their uncle, some other mentor tells them the exact same thing, they're like, oh my gosh, well, that's just how we're wired as, as human animals, if you will, like to basically go to the parent, parent voice. And that's really it is. That's what it is from parenting the child perspective and why that outside advice works so well. And just to your point, that's why from a referral perspective, that outside feedback that referral works so well. Nice. Yeah. That, that's, that's a really important thing to understand as a business owner. Um, yeah. And, and actually before you get to the last question or the next question, the last thing I want to reinforce on this is sure. when we talk about price points and it comes full circle, really that's the whole warm strategy referral um, strategy is dependent on you're running awesome sessions. You're getting great yeah. client experience. You're getting awesome. You're giving awesome results and overall on a great experience. Because if, if you're having a trouble, uh, an issue with referrals and you have a good referral system in place, it means that you're not basically delivering enough value for your client to put their name on the line. Cause your point, you know, they do come pre-sold, they're excited, but they have to be excited first and foremost. So you have to make sure that you look under the hood and make sure that you're providing awesome client experience. Cause when you do, they will sell your program at, to your point, um, a million percent. If they don't, then the concern is, is let's face it, they're putting their name on the line. And the last analogy I'll use is if you went to go see like uh, a mediocre movie, you're not going to go to your buddy and be like, oh my God, you've got to go see that. You're going to be like, if he asks, you're like, oh, I don't know. Because at the end of the day, you're putting your own name on the line, your reputation. And if they go invest three hours to be at that movie, movie between movie and drive time, and it wasn't a great experience, it looks bad on you. Mm-hmm. But if that movie was awesome, they're going to be coming to you and be like, oh my God, Bryce, thanks so much. Or Josh, thanks so much for the introduction. So really to put a bow on it, um, everything we just talked about with cold traffic, warm traffic, the referral strategy works exceptionally well, but you have have to make sure in order for that referral strategy to work that you're providing an awesome client experience. Absolutely. Um, I used to teach martial arts. And when I started, I did like a straight, very traditional program. It's like something out of a Kung Fu movie. You have to hold your horse stance and it's painful and the per- everything has to be perfect. And it just wasn't that fun. And, I, and most of the classes I were teaching were, were for kids. I shifted and started doing more fun stuff. And what I, what I found was, was that the kids had way more energy. The technique actually caught up. It wasn't, it wasn't like at the detriment of their skill or their progression. Um, and then the parents, a lot of the parents would just stick around. Like I had a, a unusual amount of parents that would, would, that would stay and watch because parents sometimes often will just drop their kids off. They'll do their thing and they'll come back. And a lot of them would stay around because they were entertained <laughs> watching that what was going on in the mat, their kids doing all the crazy stuff and, and the instructors, me and the other instructors interacting with the kids. And our referrals went up from, from, from that point. Like before it was kind of like they liked us and it was kind of, kind of fun. But then once the energy got up on the mat and the kids were having tons of fun um, and it was loud and energetic, that's when the parents got passionate. And I have, there's, there's a few and I have in mind, I remember really even just hearing them at events, they would show up to us with events <laughs> and they would talk to people, you know, sometimes, um, because they just love what we did. And if you can't do that, if you don't have a really tight, really well run program and great instructors and trainers that run it. Amen. That's a perfect point to validate that. So thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um, okay. So how often can you can you run boot camps? And, and I'm, I'm asking this from the perspective of somebody who maybe their their whole business isn't boot camps. They run a studio or, or like a martial arts school. Is it something that you do like every every other month or um, 
every few weeks or on a rolling basis? Like, do you have any, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, my, my experience is, is, is just from a continuation program. Now, program, mm-hmm. marketing programs, we have start and end dates. Um, but from a systematic approach perspective, I think long term, you're going to create a better program. You're going to dial in it more if it's a continuous program, if it's not just a start mm-hmm. and stop, um, cause continuation, you know, it gets, gets results. So I would recommend trying to find uh, a certain time in your day. And maybe, you know, for example, our fit body locations, our whole studios are focused at bootcamp. So we have four or five sessions in the morning four in the evening and then four or five on Saturday morning. But if you have a karate studio or some other place, that's obviously not feasible, but could you find one 30 minute block like in your morning and then one 30 minute block in your afternoon, either before or after your other, you know, uh, modalities, if you will, that you can fit in a boot camp consistently, consistently. And even if it's just one session in the morning, one session in the evening, uh, and then one on Saturday morning, I think you'll have a lot better success, uh, long-term your program will get better. You'll have more uh, opportunity for your team from a consistency perspective. And especially from a referral perspective, your grow, your program will definitely grow with time. And also too, you want to make sure to do those clients a solid who, you know, are basically joining in your program and not, so they have to leave six weeks or eight weeks after that, that uh, would occur. So I would, you know, look to be creative as an example. We did this for our, for our fit body forever program, which I referred to earlier. Um, you know, being fit body bootcamp is our primary focus. Um, what we realized is, I mean, we're stacked through normal, um, training sessions before and before and after work, which is our most, you know, um, I guess, uh, desire times from our clients, mm-hmm. but our maturing, um, uh, adults and population, many of them retire or have flexible schedules that are in their sixties, even late fifties, sixties, and early seventies. So we have a time spot late afternoon or should be late morning that, you know, our normal boot camp session is finishes right about nine or nine fifteen, So it's done before 10 o'clock every day, Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. but then, um, a few times a week, we're able to insert Fit Body Forever at a 10 o'clock session or 11 o'clock session to cater those clients who are typically aren't work. So that's another example, just from a logistical infrastructure, we had to be creative on, but that model has worked really well. Awesome. So what, what goes into, this is actually, this is a two-part question. So when you are hiring someone for a boot camp, an actual boot camp studio, what goes into training instructors for, for them? Uh, for that. Let's, let's just start there. What goes into training those instructors? Can anyone do it? Do you need to have a CPT or something like a certain background? What are you looking for? Yeah, great question. I mean, anyone can do it. It's a trainable skill, just like talking, like learning, like listening, like speaking. Um, so anyone can do it. Um, but it takes number one passion. Like you could be the best technical trainer in the world, but if you don't love connecting with people, it's a people business first and foremost. So I think there's something to be said. And as I use as an example, great guy, um, just had some internal problems like we all do, but my most credentialed trainer, four year, uh, uh, four-year kinesiology degree, multiple CPT certifi- uh, certification tre- uh, credentials. You know the list goes on. Had a very hard time connecting with people, so he knew all the movements. He knew how to program workouts, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, didn't really connect well. So I always like to I default to I can train anyone who who loves people, who has a passion about fitness. Um, that's those are the raw ingredients that I need. As long as I have those raw ingredients, then it's up to you as the owner. It's up to us, our franchise, to be able to provide uh, a strategy. Strategy, if you will, um, to basically guide them through uh, training and success. Um, to the point, we have a Fit Body Bootcamp certification, which is baseline, as well as uh, a uh, uh, your um, 
CPR and AED certification. And then we do look for, especially as our facility leaders are full-time coaches, a more national accreditation certification, like a National Academy of Sports Medicine or ACE. Um, and those are important to understand the functionality of human movement kinetic chain. But I would say the practical experience on the mats are going to be, you know, way more impactful for us at Fitbody Bootcamp. We developed a 12 week onboarding new coaches onboarding program. So there's curriculum on a 12 week basis. We actually have them um, take a step ladder approach. So the first few weeks they're just shadowing. And then from there, they basically, you know, become a floor coach, which is we have two types of coaches that we run. We have a mic coaches on the mic, providing energy and leadership. The floor coach is correcting form. So after a few weeks, then they basically become floor coach and then they graduate up to the mic coach, if you will. So it's a systematic approach approach with different lessons, with different missions on a weekly basis. And then also we get them on film. And then part of their weekly meeting with their leader is to basically you know go through that film, what worked and what didn't. And honestly, by watching game film, we learned this from you know really big sports people like Tom Brady. Can you imagine Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in their run of multiple Super Bowls, never watching game film? Holy smokes. Like what are the first thing you do on Sunday evening? They watch the film. What do we do well? What do we need to improve on? And that's the reason that we incorporated. It's been massively successful. So our job, and we say this is a running joke, everyone's going to suck at first. That's just the na- uh, human nature of doing something di- uh, different and unique. Um, but our job as leaders and coaches of our of our new coaches is to take that suckage factor from here all the way to shrink it down. So that way they have a lot of mentors and guidance and we ramp them up in those 12 weeks. And after the 12 weeks, the job's not done. The evolution's not done, but that's a really strong foundation than for future growth. So really that's what we look for. That's the type of training that we provide and the raw ingredients that we really need to develop a successful coach. Yeah, that's a really systematic approach to developing coaches. I really like the video feedback. One of, one of my hobby horses is like learning theory and pedagogy and things like that. And um, video, fe- I think it's called, I think it's a form of augmented feedback, but it's really powerful for helping people to correct what they're what they're doing instead of just being given verbal feedback from another coach to actually see what they're doing and then and then reflect upon what's working and what didn't work because if you can help them discover it or guide them in their discovery the learning is going to be more impactful and and the the change in their behavior on that front is going to be more persistent than if you just keep hammering the the verbal feedback into them which is kind of more of the traditional method of of coaching people Josh, incredible plan. I didn't really do a good job articulate. Thank you so much. And honestly, that makes the training and a feedback session way better because it's one thing if you're just hearing that verbal from your lead and really to double down this point because I've seen it, I've lived it for the last few years. Mm-hmm. It's a way other thing, especially when you do coaching workshops. We have them uh, record their their video prior and we actually get them up with a buddy. We put a couple on screen, those, uh, those who are brave to basically volunteer. And they learn way more from just watching their own video being like, oh my goodness, this is what I look like. It takes the, the, the burden off you and it increases the, the receptiveness of the feedback. So couldn't agree with you more. And I really wanted to uh, double down that point because that's another incredible value of the process. And, uh, and the last thing I want to kind of sh- showcase as well is, you know, we've been in franchising for a long time. We've built this system out. It wasn't always like that. I hired coaches right. back in early 2012, 13, 14, um, without this systematic approach. And we learned and, you know, many situations went well, a lot did not go well at all. Um, um, and uh, so, no, this has been an evolution. And also, too, and a, a little shameless plug for a franchise, a, a reason that you partner with a franchise because, you know, like Fit, uh, Fit by the Bootcamp, because we've taken the legwork and all that learning curve um, out through our trials and errors. Absolutely. Um, okay, so the second part of that question. Uh, so when, when you have 
trainers, people that are in the training and fitness industry, they have an idea of programming. They have an idea of how to do certain exercises. Um, what about a what about a martial artist that wants to start a bit a boot camp to help attract more people into the school? Is there is there a training that you recommend for that? Since they don't have, they won't be going through a franchise instructor program, presumably. Um, should they get a CPT? Should they get a group exercise certificate? What 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 do you recommend? Yeah, great question. Um, again, the value of the structure of franchise, we, we kind of have that built in. If you don't, uh, in what I say built in, not only structured workouts, programming, and then also we have what's called the workout builder, which mm-hmm. is, you know, a, pr- pr- a proprietary software that we created that basically nice. sets the framework for the exercise. It still gives yeah. the coaches flexibility and creativity because what we found coaches still like to coach. They still like to program. And if you take all that creative, um, I guess, uh, availability, off their plate, they feel a little handcuffed, mechanical, like they're teaching someone's workout. So I think there's an opportunity for for you know some creating some guidance and structure, but also still having that coach put their own spin on it. It works out really well. It translates a lot better to the client perspective. But say you didn't have that, say you're a martial artist. What I would say, I mean, yes, you can get a group training um, uh, certificate, and those are valuable. But I wouldn't say that's going to be the end all be all. That's almost like the start of your knowledge. And I would say, um, try by fire, like go join a couple of group training studios at your big box gyms, kind of see what you like, see how that flow goes, uh, you know, um, get some experience outside that. And then YouTube is an incredible tool for actually just collecting, um, you know, workouts. And especially if you're a martial artist where, you know, you're you know going to be doing maybe two boot camps a day, one in the evening, one in the, in the afternoon, you're not going to have a ton of clients to begin with. I mean, don't feel like you need to reinvent and re engineer this incredible training modality. I mean, if you spend a, a solid two months of like R and D, um, do, you know, getting a certification, watching YouTube, you know, dropping in a local group training center, you can actually create a good catalog catalog of workouts that you can basically create and replicate every 90 day period and have a good sustainable approach. Of course, then big picture, if you're thinking, okay, I really want to ramp this up, you're gonna have to get more sophisticated than that. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a really good first step just to kind of get things going and you'll have a lot of results and, and fun with it as well. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Um, well, that was awesome. That was that was uh, information dense. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Where can people find you? Ah, great question. Um, one, if you're a client uh, interested in losing weight and you know uh, gaining more confidence, and uh, you know interested in, in being open to uh, trying a boot camp, Fit Body Bootcamp is the way to go. You can find our website; would be the easiest way to find us at fitbodybootcamp.com, and you can reach out to a local um, studio and basically sign up there. And if you're interested in actually becoming a franchise owner, um, you can also follow uh, that link as well. And there's an opportunity for uh, ownership. And then lastly, I would love to continue to. Serve you and your audience, Josh. Um, all my social media handles are the same, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. You can find me at Real Bryce Henson, not to be confused with Fake Bryce Henson. So that's where you can find me, and I would love to continue to stay in touch. Cool. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for your wisdom, and I uh, hope we can do this again sometime. Yeah, you got it, Josh. It was a pleasure. Appreciate you and your time.